0: jay bass show i am your host jay bass and uh, first of all i want to say i apologize for not being consistent in putting out any new episodes in the last three months um a couple changes when uh, a couple changes happened for the last couple months so not not everybody's back i'm actually the only one back um lucky started working on his music so shout outs to him and good luck to him i'm sure he might you know stop by every now and then but he's uh focused on his music right now so uh ricky ricky's still doing his dj gigs i'm pretty sure ricky will stop by sometime soon but uh until then the show has to go on and um and we got to keep it rolling so thanks to everybody that that's been uh, asking me about the podcast um and we're back uh we'll be introducing you guys to my new co-host my boy prince and um let's get the shit started oh no I never seen wedding crashers but welcome to the show I am your host Jay Vaz and like I said we're gonna be introducing to the new co-host of the show uh, th- that's what you're gonna go by
1: <laughs> I mean. That's my name, Prince Jericho. What's Prince. up? What's going on?
0: Is Jericho your middle uh, name? It is. Like oh, nah, I
1: just made that up.
0: Oh, I was about to say like no bullshit.
1: No, nah, actually no bullshit. That's really my middle name. I don't know what my parents were thinking.
0: You know it'll be great. Prince sounds like the singer and then Jericho the fuck you like you like wrestling?
1: <laughs> uh like wrestling with my
0: girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about, right? Chris Jericho. Every every time I see I see your name, Prince Jericho, it reminds me of Chris Jericho. In the oh. walls of Jericho. Okay. But anyways, yep. man. Um. So yeah, my boy Prince will be joining us on the other side of the line. Um. You want to tell these people a little bit about you, Prince? Um. Who is Prince? What does Prince do?
1: Born in Houston. Um, I am a thinker, a philanthropist, a lover. Um, <laughs> hey, don't knock me. Um, no, I'm from Houston, man, originally. uh moved around a little bit, and, uh, you know, I'm just on a... Different path right now, you know. Hoping this will rack in some big bucks so I don't ever have to work again.
0: Because <laughs> fuck work. Uh, I met Prince like. I'm working for the man. I met Prince like what, two years ago? Three years ago? 2015. So it's about to be three years ago. We were part of the November 9th fam. Uh, shout, yeah, outs, man. T- shout outs to them. Um. Shout out to my, to my boy Kenny G, man. I was texting him the other day. He asked me about the podcast. I was like, shit, I'll send you the link, but I ain't putting nothing out yet. But anyways, yeah, these people don't know about Kenny G. So let's just jump right into it, man. Uh, it's been like three months since we've uh, updated anything that has to do with the podcast. Uh, so anybody that's listening, we'll appreciate everybody sharing it, liking it, commenting, all that good stuff. Cuz the other day I put I posted a damn post on Facebook about how if I get hundred likes, no, it was fifty likes and fifty comments, I will crack an egg on myself. Tell me why I got yeah, like what happened to that. <laughs> Fuck that. These... <laughs> I didn't know I had that much supporters on fucking Facebook when I had like over a hundred oh. comments and over a hundred likes. Like, damn, where these people they come from? Egg on your head. I want to see these motherfuckers share and like and comment. On the podcast posts, like they did on that damn egg post. Since they yeah, want to,
1: so if we can get that support, <laughs> guys, maybe he will crack that egg on his
0: head. And, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> hell no. Good for the scout. I mean, what I heard, you know. But nah, I wouldn't do that. But, but yeah, it was uh, people came out of nowhere. I didn't even, I didn't even know I had that many people that paid attention to my post I was like, oh, huh. Who would have thought? People
1: listen. Hell yeah, we got something to
0: say. They listen to stupid shit, but they don't ever listen to the serious shit I gotta say. Talking That's about true. serious, talking about uh, serious shit, man. Um. So what's going on? Prince is um like he said he's a thinker, so hopefully he helps us out with his. I, Cause I'm a fucked up thinker. Like once I think of something, I'm stuck on that. I don't give a shit. You're not gonna make me change my mind. I guess I'm not open-minded. I guess you can say, um, which is not a good thing. But I mean, that's that's who I am. So what, what the fuck ever. Um, but anyways, so you're the
1: contrast. I got you.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about um, damn See, these kind of these two stories are kind of about a week old, but they kind of blend in together. First, about that lady that was at the Astros game. Did you hear about that? About the little girl that uh, was, uh, she was, uh, she was basically like cheering for the Astros, and this older lady from Katy told her to shut up or hush. That's enough. That's enough, and told her to shut up, stop cheering. Like, like bitch, it's, it's a baseball game. <laughs> so what happened? It
1: was a fight.
0: No, it, like it the little the old girl. lady and the girl. Like the little girl, um, she has. Some, oh,
1: the little girl.
0: Yeah. It was what? like a, oh like an eight God. or a nine-year-old.
1: Okay. You didn't hear about this? You argue with a little kid. Nah, man. But if you argue with a little kid, but you see, get thrown out of the game
0: yourself. As a parent, what do you do? Like, I mean, I would get mad. I'd be like, bitch, if you don't turn around, I'm going to kick the shit out of your mouth. Like, it's a baseball game.
1: You're going to get all these nachos in the face.
0: The little, the, like the little girl's Actually, not the only. Actually,
1: no, because them kids are expensive at the. At, yeah, uh, at the fucking games, that's just
0: expensive. <laughs> but it's like the, like the little girl's not the only person screaming at the game. Yeah. So I don't know, but little kids can be assholes because it happened to me at a Texans game. Uh I posted this on Facebook. Mm. People probably thought I was joking. We were at a Texans game and I was talking about defense and all that bullshit. And then this little girl turns around and she's like, Can you stop? Just stop. Grow up. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> but, but, like, what do you do? Like, you can't say nothing back to, to a little girl. She was probably, like, no, not, probably no older than 12 or so. It's like, What am I supposed to do? Say something back to her? Like, kick her? Punch her? Like, no. But, but it sounds like you want. I, mean, I did because I was like, man, bitch, like I pay for these tickets. Like I have the right to be supporting the team. So if that's how I felt, imagine how the little girl felt, especially because she had some sort of, um, I don't think it was a mental issue, but something was wrong with her. And, and basically that stupid ass lady made her feel like shit. But the real story I wanted to talk about was about that Florida teacher that got fired for giving her students uh the zeros for not handing in their homework and the school board told her she's not allowed to give them anything less than a 50 so talk to me prince what do you think about that bullshit
1: Oh uh, well i think uh we've we're cultivating a uh, a new generation of soft um emotional and uh not mentally strong individuals and the school system is just um
0: it's where it starts enabling laziness see when, um, i agree when i heard of the story it rem- it, it reminded me it's, it's basically <laughs> the same thing as giving everybody a trophy
1: yeah that's kind of what it's like you know um you can't like everybody can't win, and when you're and when you try to make every make, I know it. I mean, I don't know if that's a good uh, analogy because you know they're because tr- when you're giving everybody trophies, like uh, we're trying to show everybody's equal. More so, the grade it sounds like they're trying not to hurt their feelings, and it's like I said, it's just really, um, you know, uh, encouraging children to be lazy that way they don't feel they have to do as much and that's what we see in our generation there's a bunch of people that are, or i mean young people that um older people too feel that the old yeah they i mean the generation uh Y, you know or millennials uh who, who feel like the world is owed to them and they don't have to work for anything um i think that like gradually we're just declining um especially even in intelligence, it's really hard to have conversations or, you know, meaningful conversations. Most of it is just, you know, work, you know, work room or, you know, a uh, break room banter, you know, and shooting the shit. But, you know, when you really want to talk about something that means something, you know, um, something serious, people kind of shy away from that conversation because, you know, they don't like to be challenged. Yeah. So I think that starts with the children though. If, You know, and as they grow older, they're so set in their way. Like you said, you know, you're not very open-minded. You're one way. That's part of how you grew up, you know, and you got to teach them young and if you're teaching them the wrong things, then that behavior, those habits are going to be hard to break when you get older and, you know, and you don't see anything wrong with yourself.
0: See, and and I think the problem is, um, I mean, I don't want to blame the schools because, like I said earlier, that's where it starts, but really it starts from home um the parents are not taking the responsibility i mean first first thing that these parents want to blame us the school but you can't blame the school for these kids being this way when i mean they're leaving your house in the morning and they sleep at your house but how do i say this what i'm trying to say is uh their parents don't take responsibility for the way the kids are, whether it's weak minded or whatnot. Like I know this, um, this lady that she was telling me that her daughter tried to kill herself because they were calling her a slut, a slut in school. And she was wow. being bullied. And, and, and I started thinking like, why is bullying becoming such a popular thing nowadays that everybody claims are being bullied? And why are, these young kids, why do they let them why why do they even let words like that hurt them? Like I remember back when we were kids, and I mean it's not like we're old as fuck, or at least I'm not, I don't know about you, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, I'm but, right behind you. <laughs> no, nah, but I I remember like when when we were kids, if I got bullied a couple times actually, and the way that I stopped it was fighting back now i understand a lot of people's like well fighting fighting back is not the answer violence is not the answer actually for bullying it is if if somebody's picking on you is because they see you as weak and the moment you stand up for yourself then they become scared because a, bu- a bully is not a badass they're just somebody that likes to pick on somebody that's softer than them
1: yeah and when you take that power away from them they they have they have no hold over you i agree i agree with you on that one um I feel that, uh, like, uh, nowadays uh, the parents are so uninvolved in their children's lives. You know, they come home from school, parents are tired, but they don't spend that quality time. Um, one thing that, you know, I, that sticks with me or a lot of things that sticks with me from me growing up is that we would sit down at the dinner table and, you know, we would turn off the TV. We would actually have conversations about our day and what we learned, you know? and our parents would engage with us, uh, you know, that's, uh, I think that's a lost, um, just something that's just been lost from our generation. Uh, and, and that really helps to mold children because not only do they see that their parents are involved and concerned about their learning, but they want to, uh, you know, but that keeps them thinking the whole day instead of playing. I mean, that's great too. You need uh, a child's uh child time to um, be creative and you know, uh, nurture that artistic side but uh, you know, I think it also goes back or down to discipline you know, disciplining or having discipline doesn't mean you know, having to spank your child or anything like that but discipline of the mind so that when they go out into the real world and they're faced with these challenges and these bullies and these giants, that they're ready. They're mentally ready for that. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of homes, you you know, can't speak on everybody, but, you know, how you talk to your child uh, says a lot about how they feel about themselves. And when you, they go out, you know, to school, um, you know, if they don't feel empo- at home, they're not going to feel empowered when they're by themselves. Uh, that's how I, I, I really... That's my take on uh, See, the whole bullying and how it is becoming a, a trend, popular topic. Um, a lot of things that didn't bother folk are all all of a sudden bothering um, everybody now, and that's just one of those points. Do you um, think is the bullet?
0: Do you think also that? Um, I remember being being you know growing up. Uh, we would. Me and the neighborhood kids, will all get together like at five or six after everybody got done with their homework. We, go, we will go out there and play, and there was pushing and shoving and name-calling, but you kind of got used to it because you knew that that's how you guys got along. But nowadays, kids don't go outside and play with other kids. So when they're being approached by these other, you know, kids in their schools and being pushed and shoved, They get scared and they're like, "Oh, I'm being bullied," since they're so used to just since they're just so used to being inside the house playing on their phones, their tablets, technology. Man, like, I get it. Technology is the future, and and it's dope, you know. But technology has taken a lot away, man. Like for what you just said, like families don't sit and you know have dinner together no more, or or. Or just like we used to sit down and watch TV together and and talk, you know, during the commercials, make jokes and how's your how was your day? Blah 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 blah. Nowadays you don't mm-hmm. that shit don't happen, and it's all because of the phones and people want to be on their social media pages and all, and all of that.
1: Because so that's not monitored as well. Um, technology is a tool, and people are not using it as a tool, but rather to replace the reality, which is their lives and they step out to the real world and it's too much for them. So they want to uh, go back to that reality where they feel safe and they're winning um, or they have friends that they can't see. Uh, yeah. The lack of interaction at the household also plays a big factor in how children mm-hmm. interact. Um, you know, i i use uh you know my girlfriend's has, has a, a girl a little girl about six um you know i I use her as an example, but um not to say anything wrong, but you know uh she comes from home from school you know and that's where she's at she's she's playing you know what i'm saying but it's it's by herself most of the time uh until you know I get home and i like to i try to interact with her as much as I can because I know she needs that um interaction with another person um, but she's on the phone and you know the only reason, other time she sees kids is either you know she goes hanging out with like nephews or even my nieces um or you know she's at school so I remember when I was young too you know I wasn't allowed to go out much but you know when you did uh it was so awesome to just beat around other kids that's how you <laughs> build character that's how you build you know get that thick skin I mean and you can tell it even now like you know we're the same age or around the same age we're like in our late 20s 30s but how we grew up talking shit to each other or whatever like yeah. that we it just rolls off and was like water now because we know it's not. it's not really meant to hurt it's just our language that's Pretty much, what it comes down to is, is the language has changed in a way that words are unacceptable, or they're giving power to, you know, words that really have should have no hold over you. At the end of the day, you got to understand words are important, but they're just words. They they can't hurt you. They can't you can't let that seep into your mind and and control. you know the
0: outcome of your actions. I I think if if kids were to understand that bullies are just people with insecurities, then they wouldn't let them hurt them as much as they do. Because notice when a bully starts picking on somebody or name calling them, it, it I understand this now. When people when somebody tries to put somebody down is because they feel like that other person is a little superior than them, so they got to put them down so they feel better about themselves.
1: Yeah, it's not always about having power over. I I think bullying also has something to do with, uh, you know, jealousy. They see something that that person may have or or is, and, you know, they envy that. So instead of, you know, building that person up, I'm going to try to tear you down.
0: That was deep. That was was what? I said that was deep. That was real deep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: too <laughs> deep i mean we i'm sorry i didn't know we were still waiting The get side out of the pool you guys still with us
0: oh uh, shit nah but um oh and an- another thing that i wanted to talk about uh kids um they their parents really like, honest. like like parents always talking about they're worried about their kids being bullied and how they don't want them to uh, feel like you know, grow with insecurities or whatnot. But one thing I've noticed, all these, all of my friends that have like daughters in uh in the dance competition things,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, they, I believe they made it to where they have to wear makeup to you know to be able, uh, or not to be able to, but they have to wear makeup every time they do like a dance competition. But why do we have these damn little ass girls with makeup like? The thing is a dance competition. What does makeup have to do with it? I think that alone, you're you're not helping the cause of your kids growing up with insecurities because you're making them feel like you have to work this makeup to look prettier.
1: Natural beauty, ladies. Don't forget it. I think... Uh, I mean, I don't know how much more I can... You know, hammer this nail in, but it, it really just starts at a young age and how the parents, you know, raise their kids. And growing up in a society where you are got all this stuff thrown in your face because you're always online, there's really no time to, you know, process all of it. So you're just getting bits and pieces, not whole truths. Um, you know, people don't have a their own opinions anymore. It's, it's what they hear about. And it's, it's not factual. Uh, I, there's, um, uh, Letterman has this, um, TV show on Netflix. Uh, first speaker was Obama and he, uh, I don't know how do you feel about Barack, but, um, you know, he did have a legitimate point where he said that, you know, you're entitled to your own opinions. But you're not entitled to your own facts. And, uh, in our society now, I think it's just a bunch of opinions that don't even matter. Nobody can really think for themselves anymore. Um, sorry, but you know that kind of sidetracked. But getting back to the beauty thing, um, you know, that's always been a problem with our society where we're, you're not good enough. You don't look good enough. You're not skinny enough. You're not this. You're not that instead of just accepting people for who they are and and in the moment and what they look like and uh really
0: uh this is where I'm looking for kids, labeling kids are growing up to love with their eyes not not with their heart right or
1: corporatizing beauty um and or industrializing it and making it so um you know you're not going to make it unless you are pretty you're, yeah. you're very right um, Uh, and that's really, you know, built up a generation of insecure people that are too afraid or are afraid to get into relationships, uh, because they're not sure if the person likes them for them or likes them for their looks. Um, I've been, um, I've been in this situation a lot of times, uh, where, uh, I feel like I'm, or I've been told that too, I've been been more lusted after than actually, um, being uh, loved and, you know, a lot of times people can't handle the other aspects of you and they're so caught up in just what you look like, uh, you know, that all the other parts that make you who you are could be overwhelming. Uh, And that's just the artificial society we live in. Uh, We just want to, we want like a, what's the word? You know, like uh, this is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much. You don't. You don't want the. You just want the preview. You don't want to. You don't want the full movie. You just want a preview. Um, you know, and people wonder why you know their life or they you know they don't get to happily ever after, but you know it's because they never let the movie roll all the way through, uh, people would rather cut it off and on to the next one when it gets a little rough and uncomfortable, but what relationship lasts that is perfect, that is impossible and it's not true. Anybody who says that their relationship is perfect, they've never argued, um, is a damn liar. Um,
0: which is what you see on Facebook. Everything seems perfect on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, all that bullshit, but people don't see the, the shit behind it. Like, when people post relationship goals, bitch, you don't know what they've been gone you know, what they've gone through or motherfuckers has been together for just a year or whatever and you're already talking about goals. Like, man, those those ain't goals.
1: I think of Facebook as just that. books. It's a mask. It is a mask to hide who you really are. And that's not saying all the people um, because there's a lot of people that are actually themselves on Facebook and they're very verbal and, you know, outspoken. But again, it's a mask because you meet those same people in person and they're quiet, they don't talk, you know, but they have yeah. so loud on their platform behind their mask, or behind their screen where, in their home where no one can get to them. Um, And that's where we get the disconnect and the insecurities and the bullying because we're all big talk. But when it actually comes to real life, you know, nobody can handle that anymore. Yeah. Technology is the new reality. And, uh, you know, reality has become just uh, like a, you know, a dream. You know, you fall asleep and you just dream about the real world but let me wake up to my reality, which is Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter.
0: Hey, talking about reality oh. and shit, um, did you hear about the the club that's going to be opening up? It's going to be like a whorehouse that's going to open up in Houston, but instead of females, mm-hmm. it's going to be like uh, robots, the sex bots? Uh,
1: No, I did not, and that's <laughs> weird as fuck.
0: It is. It is. It's going to be like prostitution with robots. Like you go in there, are pay your pay your money.
1: You... That, are we that disconnected that we can't even interact with humans anymore? We have to have sex with robots. There are there is a woman for every man. There's a man for every woman. Not to say everybody should be together or belongs to with somebody, but there is no fucking reason why you should be fucking a robot. And Instead of getting you the real thing,
0: not just fucking a robot, paying to fuck a robot, like these never people, never in a million You can pay me money.
1: You can pay me millions of billions of dollars to fuck silicone and a wireframe. Uh huh. I for the real thing.
0: Yeah, don't, we, don't call me on that because somebody offering me a billion to a billion dollars, right? I was about to say to that. Do. Like, all right, let's let's make sure we save this clip. Let me write the time on this because if somebody comes over here talking about, hey, we'll give you fifty million and you just got to fuck this sex bot over here for a day, mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. hell yeah, that but really shut up. Is. So that was yeah, that cool. was that. Yeah, um, when we get back, we'll be talking about the new Little Wayne uh, album, the Carter Five, and. I'm more of a Kevin Gates fan like than I am me,
2: like me, Wayne,
0: but uh you'll we'll talk about those here in a second when we get like back. Me, like me, you'll never find another guy
2: quite like me, like me. You can look all across the globe, but you won't ever find another soul. you to be mine so i'ma try and use these lines and rhymes as kind of a science, sign shine a light in your mind yeah. to find me uh. well- where I might be, I swear you never, ever, ever find a guy like me, and you could play the field, but when the rest don't last, I laugh, it's like you say the best for last, I brag, but not to be conceited in none, I just know I treat you better than they treated you, hun, I'm sincere with what I feel, it's real life for most, and I'm floating, trying to hold on to the notion that the two of us could someday be one, and up, up, a way we run, uh-huh. And I can see myself falling in love. Now that's a feeling that you know don't happen often enough. But I'm a dreamer with a heart safe demeanor. I need you, but I'ma see you when I see you. You'll never find another guy quite like me, like me, baby. You'll never find another guy quite like me, like me. You'll never find another guy quite like me like me you look all across the globe but you won't ever find I think about you daily yeah. and that shit drive me crazy like what's the best move to make you my lady and lately I stay with a clueless man I know you're used to the moves some other dudes be trying and what could I to show you that I'm different sensitive to prove that I'm the man that you've been missing Listen, I'm risking my life on this My eyes never tell lies I got my sights on this And I wish I could say that we was already an item Disguising thoughts when my heart can't hide them uh. Writing my songs just to further my chances Damn it, I guess I'm just another romantic oh, well. And I can see myself falling in love And that's the feeling that you know don't happen often enough but I'm a dreamer with a heart-shaped demeanor I need you. But I'ma see ya when I see you You'll never find another guy quite like me Like me, baby You'll never find another guy quite like me Like me You'll never find another guy quite like me Like me You can
0: look So last week, uh, a couple of dra- albums dropped um, One of them being The Carter Five from Lil Wayne and uh we were talking about this the other day. Was it even worth the wait, or was it just an average ass album? Um I I I heard it today for the first day for the first time, but I like I was telling you, I'm not I've never been a, a Lil Wayne fan. I've never I, I know like there's some songs that I've liked from him, um, uh, but I had never been to where I would just constantly jam to them or keep them on my playlist or whatnot. So I'll let you speak on that a little bit more, but um, Kevin Gates dropped his album Luca Brasi Three. Uh, it's a, it was decent. Uh, had some cool tracks. I was kind of disappointed on it a little bit, but but we'll speak about that here in a second. Uh, but since you listen to Lil Wayne a little bit more than me, what um, what you think of the the Card Five? Was the CD worth the listen, or or what's up? Uh, what's, what's your feedback on it?
1: Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a Lil Wayne supporter, fan. Been a fan of his uh, since uh, high school. It's actually one of like the first uh, rappers I really got into. Um, so yeah, I definitely was excited about the album. I loved it. Uh, when I'm when I go into like listening to music, I always or well, I don't like it to to compare it to their past works, um, and and that just strictly being because. You know, those, those music, that album, the songs that you, you know, get, you know, those are connected to times of your life, how it made you feel, connections with other people, emotions. So, you know, to compare it to those uh, it would be unfair because they, you know, these new songs will have you thinking or feeling something else. And that's what, you know, the purpose of music is to do, to invoke uh, a kind of emotion or, you know, um, an action. So... Uh, I really liked the sound. I liked the music. And of course, like I think Lil Wayne is probably like one of the greatest rappers of all time, just because a lot of his shit or actually all of this shit is he freestyles it. Um, and, and to be that creative with your metaphors uh, and be consistent. I think it's uh, really rare to have that nowadays. You don't see a lot of young rappers, um, with as much uh wordplay. Oh and, no uh, today's know. Today, today's
0: rapper's are fucking trash. We'll talk about them in a second. But absolutely um, favorite track on the album.
1: Say that again?
0: The favorite track on the album.
1: Favorite track on the album. Um I think the song was called Mona Lisa featuring K uh Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that bitch yeah.
0: was dope. That bitch was dope. Um, it really was and it it
1: was another one. It was like at the and I, it was uh, something prayer, uh, but I really that one I really liked, too. Hold like, on, I actually
0: like, I can I, can I think my,
1: find the song I was just listening to actually. My
0: just my to favorite had on. to be Open Letter. No way. Uh, Open Letter uh, was, was
1: actually new. Dope new gospel featuring nevea So that was I
0: don't I don't remember this I like dope new gospel. I liked Open Letter. Um, mm-hmm. The one with Kendrick, Mona Lisa. And I think the other one was called Problems.
1: That was a good one, too. That's the thing. Like you say, like you like songs. I like different songs. That's what music is all about. And, you know, seeing people focus too much on, you know, tearing apart and critiquing it instead of just accepting it for what it is. It's a form of art and it's that beautiful form of art. Like, um, you know, you go to the museum and you, you know, you go to look at paintings, you know, but you're supposed to just look at it, you know, not to critique them. I mean, they're on the wall for a reason, but, you know, instead of that, I want you to accept the art and just experience it, you know? Uh, But, I, a long time coming, but I was happy with it. I, I love hearing Lou Wayne and listening to him have a new music, 23 tracks, so I wasn't really surprised there. Uh, you know, it's been a long time, so he had a lot to say. So um, I really liked it. Sounded like some business there. there. Um, but uh, yeah, really, really great.
0: Yeah, um, I can't sit here and try to say, you know, because I've seen a lot of people talk about, oh, this Little Wayne album was better or this one was better. Like I said earlier, I've never really kept up with him like that. Uh, mm-hmm. This is probably the first, album that i listened from beginning to end and um it was it was pretty cool i mean i, I didn't skip not one song uh which is pretty rare nowadays i usually skip a couple songs but uh, maybe it was because i just wanted to check it out and and you know give like an actual feedback on it but uh open letter was pretty badass i think that was a, one, probably my favorite song um I tend to look for songs that I feel have a deeper meaning. Um, which is kind of why I'm real makes it hard to like music nowadays. Cause none of it's like that. Really? Uh, a lot of people, just, yeah. A lot of people just find the beat. Like they look for the cool beat or, or the punchlines. And I mean, it's cool. I, I like those songs too, but I think that's why open letter was my favorite because it, it was more of a, a deep song. um, had a deeper meaning, but
1: had some soul behind it.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, because I seen a lot of people talking about it that it was gonna drop Friday or Thursday night or whatever, and I was like, eh, I guess I will check it out. <laughs> but it was it was dope, man. Um, the other album that came out was uh, Kevin Gates, Luca Brasi, three. Uh, I fuck with Gates. I like his music, but. Something was missing on this album. I think his mixed his previous mixtape was better than this album. Something just felt There different.
1: you go, critique
0: you. <laughs> I know. I know, but <laughs> it it just something felt like it was missing on on the album even though I liked like the intro to the song where he talks about his you know how he went to jail and stuff. Um mm-hmm. I like that one and I like the song called I'll Find You Again and talk basically talking about how he felt he was losing his wife, sort of sort of. And how, you know, the whole him going to court and going to jail kind of split them apart. But um, I don't know, man. It was it something just didn't click there that I was like, yeah, this is a fucking badass Kevin Gates album. It was just kind of like, eh. Let me take this to so You're going to have to speak
1: on this one. I actually, I didn't get a chance to actually uh, listen to his album. Um, so I, I actually have to go back and I can give you a better report. I'm not really, I, not to say I'm not saying I'm not a Kevin Gates fan, but I just haven't listened to a lot of his music. Um, and that's funny because, you know, like people have the preferences. They have certain people that they like to listen to most, more than others. But, um, yeah, I, I haven't listened to Gates shit yet i definitely should be able to uh, do that you know the next couple days and maybe by friday i can give give you my opinion
0: man like the last maybe three or four years he's the only artist that i probably listen to like either i'm listening to spanish music or i'm listening to kevin gates or i'm listening to a podcast that's that's what plays on my you know on my way to work on my way back or whatever um there's really no other artist that that, that gives my attention. Um, like we were saying about these new rappers, man. Um, they're fucking trash. And talking about trash, and we were talking about soft kits earlier. Uh, Lil San, or Lil San X, or whatever this motherfucker's name is. Did you hear the story oh, about him going, going to the hospital? No, this motherfucker went to the hospital because he kind of like overdosed on hot Cheetos. That was him. Oh my <laughs> God! How did you overdose <laughs> on hot on Cheetos?
1: Snack. My God! Like eat real food, son. Go home. <laughs> go home to your parents.
0: Like, how is that? How is that shit even possible? <laughs> he said, "I don't know." I I started looking into the story and something about, he said he burnt a hole in his stomach for eating too many, too many hot Cheetos.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, that I can understand that. I mean, I get ulcers. Uh, you know, I can't really drink the no liquor. That's why I really slowed up on the drinking. I wish I could, you know, at your birthday. I know you're trying to get me to, but, yeah. I mean, that's why I had to really slow down on, you know, the liquor and, and you know going out because that's all I would do. But yeah, some stuff is you know people just can't take it anymore. Which I don't know why that's happening more often. But I mean, all you're eating is junk food.
0: Yeah, it's bound to happen. It put put his ass in the hospital. Too many hot Cheetos. I was like, man, on top of on top of people already thinking you're a little bitch. You, go, you end up in the hospital for cuz you ate too many hot cheetos
1: two servings per bag folks just remember that
0: too too many calories on them goddamn hot cheetos one thing my myra <laughs> got me thinking man um i used to just watch football watch tv give me a fucking bowl and put a whole bunch of hot cheetos put some fucking hot sauce on it and start eating them and then she's like you see how many calories these things got i was like no <laughs> And then she's like, you know that you can eat something that tastes way better than this and it has less calories. And ever since then, I, I have that mindset. I'm like, either I can eat something that tastes a lot better and has less calories or I can eat, like, I hardly eat Cheetos nowadays. Hot Cheetos are so good, bro. Man, she ru- so good. she's ruined a lot of shit for me. Cheetos. Uh, I used to love going to McDonald's and get their fucking McNuggets. And, oh, yeah,
1: the five for 20, I still get
0: that shit. <laughs> and then she's like, you shouldn't eat that. Not only is not, not only is it not healthy, but then she sent me a link of how they make the fucking McNuggets. And I was like, fucking shit. Like, I don't know if it's real or not, but ever since then, I haven't... I don't
1: know how these motherfuckers are so good,
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> ever since then, I have not gone to McDonald's to get my fucking McNuggets. And I tell her, I'm like, man, you're taking all the, the good shit away from me.
1: Because, like, all fast all like, everything nowadays, fast food and shit, they only have, like, MSG sitting there just to make everything taste better, like, to make you want to eat it, keep you going on. and buying the food. hmm That's all it is, bro. Anything that's good, there could be, you know, too much of a good thing is bad for you, anything. And I think people just don't have any control. They don't have any discipline over themselves. So, um, you know...
0: I ain't got no control. The other and day that looked like Lil Van. Hey, we I ain't got no control. The other day we went out for uh Cheryl's birthday and we ordered a a big plate of um of nachos with, with chicken and beef. And mm-hmm. dog, these motherfuckers were good. And then on top of that, they gave us some sauce. Man, <laughs> like everybody stopped eating. They were all talking. I'm over here still putting the fucking chip in there. Until so I just put it to a side And she looked at me My husband looked at me And she's like No no self control huh I was like nope Like this shit's good If, if you don't take it away from me I'm, I'm gonna sit here And eat all fucking night Hell yeah
1: I'm the same way dog Like I can't like I love food like With a passion I wanna be able to travel the world And and eat I wanna be Like I loved Anthony, uh, Anthony Bourdain You know r.i.p um you know such a cool experience to be able to travel you know meet new people uh experience other other people's culture and be able to eat all the time so awesome
0: speaking of traveling i've been trying to tell people man um going back to what we're talking about popularity and what's cool or whatnot on facebook um i mean yeah I've been trying to tell people about traveling or whatnot, and they're like, "Nah, I can't afford it." But they constantly have the new iPhone that comes out. This this iPhone shit is stupid, man. Like, is is the same fucking form for an extra thousand or for a fucking extra three hundred dollars from your previous one?
1: Yeah. Do you have an iPhone?
0: I have an iPhone, but I haven't upgraded in the longest <laughs> time. Oh, I have an iPhone seven. Oh, up- you do? I haven't upgraded. I haven't upgraded. because... My, I went into that mentality that those one thousand dollars that I'm gonna use on this phone, we can go yeah. travel. Like, I like when we went to Cancun, it was thirty five hundred. That's equivalent to the three iPhones I would have gotten from the seven to the ten. And yeah. it it would have been on a on a stupid ass phone that looks cool, but works just as fine as my seven does. Compared to we went to this thing called the Secret River or the Rio Secreto, Secret River. And it was just a cool experience that the iPhone would have never given me. It would have showed it to me on a video on Facebook, but it would have never given me that actual experience. So great I,
1: point. So Very I, great point. I've
0: been trying to tell people when they're like, "I want to travel, blah blah blah," but I can't afford it. Yeah, you can. If you stop looking at things for for the name brands, then you you'll be able to have a you'll be able to enjoy life more. Like nowadays, right. I don't give a damn if I wear Jordans. I don't give a damn if I wear Nikes. If, if I like them shoes, I'm going to wear them. Like, I don't give a damn what brand it is. I got some Levi's shoes that I wear. Like, Levi's, bro. Like, <laughs> like I would have never worn some shit like that. <laughs> but,
1: <You're getting> <laughs> but, but you get old.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, you start getting older and you start yeah. paying attention to these things. Like, like name brands don't even matter to me. Like, I remember when I was in high school, if it weren't Jordans, I'm not Jordans, I'm not going to wear them. My dads would take me to the store picking a pair of shoes. They had to be Jordans. Now it's like, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, people, man, this was like a like a big eye-opening for me, man. Like, when I was in school, people looked at me as this guy that rapped, and for whatever reason, they thought I was supposed to be, like, um, different, that I was supposed to wear cool shit, and I don't know. They had this image of me, of being this mm-hmm. rapper. Um, mm-hmm. And one day, I was just being a bum, like... I left the house on some fucking ugly ass shorts and some old ass Jordans that I had just because we were going to go pump gas. So I'm like, why do I have to wear anything different? You know what I mean? So I remember yeah. we went to the gas station and then this dude that I grew up, well, I didn't grow up with him. I kind of grew up with his sisters. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I knew his sisters growing up. He was, he was a little bit younger. He saw me at the gas station. He looked, he looked at me up and down like a bitch. Like, like you know how females be checking each other out? That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's how he looked at me. And he's like, damn, bro, what instead of even asking me how I've been, this nigga said, damn, bro, what happened to you? And I was like, what you mean? He's like, man, looking kind of rough. And he gave me like a, a, like a silly-ass smile. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm just chilling at the house, bro. How you been? He's like, oh, man, I'm good, man. Well, shit. All right, man, I'll see you later. That pissed me off so fucking bad. Like, people, if, if you're not wearing what they think is cool to to them, then you're not shit. Like, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I,
1: I stopped doing that a long time ago, too. Uh, it, um, and I, I kind of, like, worked backwards, though. Because, I mean, like, now I, I am really into Jordans. I love sneakers. I've always loved sneakers. But, you know, growing up in a household, I had, like, four other siblings, so I really, you know, we really couldn't afford to buy everybody new shit, so, you know, come from really humble beginnings, and, you know, I do like to look good and look nice, but, and it started off, you know, it it came at a price, you know, I would want the name brand. Um, you know, I used to love, like, Alexander Wayne, shit like that, like, real expensive shit. Um, but then I, I realized, you know, the materialism in it, and just the, just the realization I'm spending so much money on these items where I could buy it for just as much at Ross, yes, and it these look the same. And that's when I really started inventing, or I reinvented my style, and you know, to what it is today. I love it. You know, shit, I don't care. I will tell everybody, go to H. I go to H and M, Ross. TJ Maxx in Burlington, got all my dress waxed, sh- all my shirts, all that shit, and I pay less than ten dollars for t-shirts. You know, fifteen, twenty dollars for pants. It's because you're skinny. I'm making a rule though. It's
0: because you're yeah. skinny. Cause that shit that, that, that shit hard for my big ass to go to <laughs> Ross and get a shirt for five dollars. Like hell, nah.
1: Wow. And you coach, I, when we me on i It says $5,
0: out. and on the side it says plus three for 3X and up. It's like, fuck, I'm paying $8. <laughs> oh,
1: man. I tell I tell you, bro, look, I had a, I, a homeboy that, um, you know, he asked me to, like, uh, go to the mall with him a few times so we, I could help him with his dollar shit, too. I'm, I'm really doing that shit. Let too, me find so out It's Jordan. This. No, it's not Jordan, but Jordan <laughs> needs help. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in a long ass time, bro. But, uh, Shout you, know, you know, uh, yeah, so uh out Saladori Jordan. I don't know if uh, him and Star having not a kid yet, but, yeah, last time I, I heard it, she was pregnant.
0: Yeah.
1: Congratulations. But, uh, no, I had uh, another homeboy, actually a coworker, worker uh, asking me, you know, to help him out. Um, doing that on the side, lifestyle and, uh, and fashion coach for you guys out there. Uh, you just step your game up. because gentlemen are lost generations step up again though
0: I like, um, I like to go shopping so yeah, at, at JCPenney it's cheap and and a lot of people don't shop at JCPenney it's off brand right? shit really
1: see my thing is look the only things you need to be spending money on or if anything for, for an outfit especially for men is really accessories and it is the shoes to me shoes are important because that uh, you know that kind of stands out you don't have to spend a lot of money. Everything else, you know, uh, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to dress. You know, there's not a right or wrong style. It's your style. And if you're trying to change that, you know, just make sure you stay true to yourself so you don't look like you're pretending to be somebody Because y'all
0: else. motherfuckers made me stop wearing my fucking, su- uh, su- what was it, my sweater vests? hey ass I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Y'all <laughs> kept bashing me for wearing my sweater vest, so I stopped wearing them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my god I mean you did look like you were you were interning for you know the country club <laughs> <laughs> hey
0: one thing one thing I miss yeah. about working at Golditch was dressing up man cause um some, I think sometimes I overdid it um but nah man only one coming in with a wet down shirt <laughs>
1: every day I commend
0: you bro I could not do that shit I yeah, mean pull, pull up in I hate button up with a tie every day I felt like I was doing something boy I was on the bottom of hey. the list nah I was killing it towards the end <laughs> yeah um, but um, I was
1: too man.
0: I don't know why I was but that's that's probably the only thing I missed besides you know the coolest people that some people were cool there was some cool people there um, oh yeah but now it's like at my job, I've been wearing sweatpants. Like, I don't give a fuck. Um, we're supposed to wear, like, steel toe shoes. My shoes ain't even steel toes. I wear some fucking shoes about five years ago. But I'm like... I know,
1: me too. <laughs> I'm like the only one. I'm wearing some Tim. They think they're steel toes. I just wanted to watch
0: my toes. That's it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And now that I'm um, in the dispatch department, it's like, man, I don't gotta wear... Like, I can wear whatever the fuck I want. i will be wearing sweatpants and polo shirts and fucking like the other day I wore some brown sweatpants with a blue shirt like what the fuck Did this shit don't even match <laughs> <laughs> this shit don't even match no. but, it
1: should not matter man it should not matter to a point like there's This time this time and a place to, to look nice and dress up and you know uh, I mean it just depends on the person too, personality like me like you know when I step out I always try to look nice and presentable and good because you know you know, when you walk out, you're representing yourself. So that's what people see when they see you. Um, but, I mean, you know, who cares? I mean, at the end of the day, it's all what matters to you. So if you want to look, you know, go out with sweatpants, as long as you feel good about it, cares what anybody else thinks.
0: Yeah, I, don't, everybody I mean. Thinks. You're
1: to your own opinion. You're entitled like, to your own facts.
0: Like, I don't, like, I really don't give a damn. Like, I mean, like, the other day, some some, some girl that works there, she's like, why are you wearing sweatpants? I am like, well, "Shit, why your hair look messy?" She's like, "Well, I don't care about my hair." I'm like, "Well, I don't give a fuck about my sweatpants either." Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to dress up to come to work. Like, I'm, I'm in the little fucking desk all fucking day. Who cares what like, I wear? Like, I'm just shipping boxes all day. Like, who gives a fuck what I wear? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I was at Dish, I just felt like you dress good, you feel good, you do good. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. I would try to dress up, but I low key hate to dress up. <laughs> just because it's so many options, man. Like, should I wear this shirt? What shirt looks? I don't know. Especially now that I don't wear a tie no more, I felt like a tie made it look a little bit cooler. But I mean, I I don't I yeah I don't know how to dress up. I mean, straight up,
1: I just I'm glad you didn't <laughs> never wear no bow tie, cause then I would have
0: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, nah. But um,
1: only time you wear bow ties with the tux, guys.
0: Yeah, nah. Uh, we'll we'll have to do a a a segment of you telling people what to wear for certain occasions, giving them some some dressing tips. Gotcha. Um, but shit, man. Um, I think this is it, man. Uh, we are done with the first episode on our way back with my boy jay prince or you know prince jericho prince jay or what the hell you call yourself uh we're
1: just going with prince jericho right now because <laughs> i haven't figured out my official name but you know call me prince call me jay
0: prince jay uh, but i um, can get
1: confused with jay Vaz.
0: you know jay Vaz. but um so we'll be back uh on friday we'll be back on friday we'll be talking about Uh, One of the things I want to talk about is we are going to talk about what is cheating and why do people cheat. And hopefully we can get some interaction from some people on Facebook and get some people on the show and have a, you know, a female point of view as well on the show. Uh, Why do men or women or just people in general cheat and uh, what is considered cheating? And then we'll hopefully have an interview on here as well for you guys. Uh, so make sure you tune in on Friday. And again, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast, uh, the JVAS show on, it's on iTunes, uh, podcast and it's on Google play, uh, SoundCloud. It's free. If you're not familiar with podcasts, they're free. All you have to do is download the app, which is also free. And then you just look, look us up on the JVAS show and bam, you start listening subscribe. to it. Yeah. Subscribe, uh, leave feedback on it. Um, And make sure you share the links that we post, just like y'all were fucking liking and commenting on the egg post. Make sure I do the same thing. Let us know what you think. And any last words before we check out?
1: Uh, Appreciate the opportunity, guys. Looking forward to more talks with you. H-Town down.
0: Hey, we appreciate you taking the time for uh, coming on the show man and we'll be back on Friday Jay Vaz and Prince Jericho we are <laughs> out